Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to episode 59. Yeah, we just keep on trucking. It's going to be hard to follow up a big episode that we got to sit down beside each other for, but I'm ready to yeah, go. I yeah. think we got some good stuff lined up here. Yeah, dude, I'm excited for this one. 59. 59. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty wild. Like, I, I, I feel like we started at, what, 33 when we had the reunion? 59, Just it's like a blink of an eye, and then we're almost at 60. Yeah, I think it was 32 or 33 was, like, the the first one the first one back and like the return and then yeah. made it all the way to 58 before we got our first episode in, which is kind of wild when you think about it too, because we recorded once, uh, once a week since the return. So 32 or 33, whatever it was all the way until 58, 25 episodes, 25 weeks of recording episodes before we finally got to sit down face to face and record the first one back in the return so that was pretty exciting and i think it was a pretty good one it was high energy for sure lots of laughs it was but that's like almost half a year yeah how crazy is that it doesn't feel like half a year has gone by 2020 no. has been such a weird year like for obvious reasons but like it's at the same time like it felt like the longest and the shortest year ever all in one yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's weird. Like there's certain things that have just flown by and you don't even realize. Um, I think about the summer and how quickly the summer passed by. Yeah. Just, I, I kind of felt like coming home from school that it was going to be one of those ones where it was just going to last forever. Like we're just going to sit in my room and it was just going to go by day by day. And I was just going to be waiting and watching the clock tick by. But then I ended up being fortunate enough to go back and start work right away. And even though we weren't really like allowed to go out and do things, we still found ways that we've talked about before on here, how we got to go and spend time with more close groups of people and like with the people that actually we were closer with kind of thing. And I feel like that on its own made the summer go by faster. And now here we are. I saw a tweet the other day that was said, um, oh my God, three months from now, it's March again. And you think back, March was when the whole lockdown started. Yeah, man. I was like, like I remember like, when we first got news of like the lockdown, I felt, well, we heard about it probably in January. Didn't start taking it seriously until, I don't know, March. Yeah, when but, Rudy Gobert shut down the world. Yeah, yeah, Rudy Gobert was the man who started it all. Yeah. I think that because uh, I was getting ready to go out for for St. Patty's Day, because that was the big the big thing at Laurier is the St. Yeah. Patty's Day, and, and that was the day that like the classes were canceled. So I think some people did still stay. Like there's nothing right. going on on the street, obviously, but like that was like the such a such a blow. And obviously, like I didn't we didn't really understand the severity of it at that time. Right. But so I was like, just kind of like, not, I guess I was selfish in a sense where I was like, damn, I can't, can't go out for like St. Patty's Day. That sucks. Little do I know that like, it's going to be what it was. Yeah. And, well, continue, and still is, you know? Yeah. I remember too, um, one of my roommates, Josh, he came back in January with a pack of masks, like N95 masks. and was saying to us, boys, we need to load up on these masks. Like, it's going to be such a big thing. We need to wear these. We need to be protected. We need to be safe, blah, blah, blah. And we were all chirping them saying, yeah, right. We're not going to need these masks. This is so over the top. What are you thinking? What, like, what are you going on about here? Yeah. I remember Hans and I uh, put on our masks and you know how in Off-White, that like clothing brand or lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, they put like quotations and then write what it is. So oh, it's yeah, a backpack yeah, yeah. and it's 
quotations, backpack quotations. We put uh, these the white N95 masks on and put across the front quotations, mask quotations, <laughs> like wore it out to a party or something. And they, we were just making fun of the whole thing, let alone two months later or a month and a half later, bang, world shut down. Yeah. And I remember too, I think I told the story on here that morning um, I had come home. I came home the night before filmed for some company in the mor- that morning of it was a Wednesday and I took, so I film, my mom drives me to the bus stop. I take the bus back to London after this, I'm exhausted. And we have a lug game that night. I go to bed, pass out, wake up. I come upstairs and the boys are freaking out. It's telling me Rudy Gobert has shut down the world. And <laughs> even at that point, it was, it was the world was shut down, but we hadn't even realized because we still went and played a lug game that night mm-hmm. and then come back the next morning, NHL, March Madness, all the NCAA, um, golf, UFC, boxing, done. Everything was just done. Blink of an eye. They're talking about canceling the Olympics and it was, holy shit, like, what is going on? What is actually happening? And then that was yeah. kind of when this, like, the actual severity of it happened. I remember even sitting there thinking, there's no way our classes get canceled. And then I, I did, never thought they day, would either. Done. Can- classes canceled. It was, it was crazy. It was a crazy, just, it was a flip of the switch. It was a flip of the switch, dude. It was nuts. Cause I, I remember the day before I went home, uh, for because like, just classes were canceled. It was still obviously like a big deal, but again, like didn't really know anything about it. And I, I went to the bar on like the Friday before going home yeah. went out to Dallas nightclub and catch like everybody <laughs> was still there. Like having a good time. Like yeah. people were a little, little on edge, but like, yeah, man. Yeah, crazy. And then I, I had a roommate who was like received a text from his grandma in like January, and he said, hey, "Boy, so like, come here, like look at look at this text." And the text was like, "Like hi, family. Like the the government's hiding stuff. Like they're not telling you the whole truth. Like this is so much bigger than it actually is. Like go, grandma. Grandma was, was woke. on the ball. <laughs> grandma was so woke. Like she knew what was going on months in advance. And he's like he's like showing me this text, being like, oh, like." classic grandma like <laughs> you know, he goes again yeah, yeah yeah but yeah little did anybody know that grandma like predicted the, the fate of the world insane it is I insane know. nuts but yeah that's 2020 i knew it. that's 2020 for you anyways here we are episode 59 and i want to keep it rolling with the uh the number the number challenge where we yep. off two guys who are the same number in a head-to-head competition of our choosing so this one, we actually kind of get pretty lucky in terms of what both of these guys accomplished in this past season. You talk about a crazy COVID year with sports being shut down and shortened seasons and bubbles and all of this. Both of these guys that we're going to put up against each other in this competition that we'll tell you about, they they both um, won awards for, well, one of them won for being the best player in the league and one of them won for being the best defenseman in the league in their respective sports. So it's kind of cool. They both were awards on top of their game and top of their positions in these crazy shortened seasons. So without further ado, uh, our number 59s for this episode, we're going to put them up in a minute multiplication competition. So the way I was thinking about this, my dad suggested we do like a mathletes type thing. And I was trying to figure out how do we put them in a math competition? Well, remember when you were in elementary school and you would come in I, did your class have a specific name for them? And it was like multiplication tables and it was called a minute something. 
did you I, have I, a specific name? I think it was like Minute Madness for us or Math Minute Madness. Something I don't know if we had, a, name. Know if we had like a, a creative name, but we did. I think we had like flashcards that we do. Okay. So, so I, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking we do 20 multiplication questions okay. on a piece of paper and they have a minute to answer them. And then I'm going to say like at the end of the, the, the minute, whoever has the most right answers of the multiplication wins the competition. So I think that's the way we put these two guys up against each other. So, uh, you good with that? You good with that challenge? Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I'm not a math guy myself, so hopefully <laughs> yeah, definitely the, me either. Get it done. All right, ready? Uh, ready for me to introduce these two lads? Let's introduce them. All right, our first competitor, standing at six foot one, two hundred and one pounds, he was drafted in the second round, number thirty-eight overall in the two thousand and eight NHL entry draft. He's played nine seasons in the NHL. In 632 games played, he's racked up 413 points, and he was the 2019-2020 NHL Norris Trophy winner for Defenseman of the Year, captain of the Nashville Predators, Roman Yossi. And his competitor, standing at 6'3", 255 pounds, just a rig of a human being. He was originally drafted by the Kansas City Royals, and then after going unsigned, he was redrafted by the St. Louis Cardinals before he was then traded to the New York Yankees. He has currently played four years in the MLB, a first baseman, and the 2020 MLB MVP, first baseman, Luke Voigt. So, I think... I think this is a pretty good one, man. Both guys, top of their games this la- this past season. Yeah, neither two tremendous team- athletes. Yeah, neither of their teams necessarily had the success they wanted, but both of them just performed exceptionally. And have you looked at a picture of Luke Voigt at all? Uh, dude, I'm literally on his Wikipedia right now because I'm not a big baseball guy, but this guy right. looks thick, man. <laughs> yeah, he is a thick boy. Like, not even just two Cs, like maybe three or four Cs. 6'3", yeah. 255 pounds. This guy is just a rigatoni. Yeah, yeah bro, this guy's an absolute bod. Yeah. Um, but man, Roman Yossi's got to be like the best looking guy in the NHL. What a handsome man that guy oh, is. Oh, yeah. You know, you know who probably puts up co- good competition for him? Which is another thing, too, that I think we can do later on if we get two two good-looking guys of the same number is just like a bar play competition. Oh, dude, I, hold, I heard Colton Pareko kills it at the bar. Really? Yeah. Okay, so the guy that I think would probably do the best is Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I think uh, course, Hank would show up to the bar, and you know if you saw a guy at the bar wearing a suit, you'd be like, what is this guy doing? Why is he trying so hard? Why does he look like that? I feel like if Hank showed up to the bar and everyone was just wearing ripped jeans and white t-shirts, nobody would think anything of it. They would just be like, damn, that is a good looking dude. Like GQ kind of shit right there. Yeah, man. And just the slick back hair, Swedish. He's probably just a super nice guy. He's got like a little wink going. <laughs> dude, this guy would kill it, man. Yeah. Hank He's not buying Hank. any girls drinks. They're buying no. him drinks. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyways. Crazy. Back to the competition. Roman Yossi against Luke Voigt. Minute to win it. Math multiplication competition. Who do you think takes this one? You know what? I was, I was doing a little digging um, on like kind of their backgrounds and whatnot. I think I'm going to have to give this one to uh, Luke Voigt. I think that... Uh, I think that Roman Yossi... 
I don't think the guy's ever been to, to like high school or, or university college. <laughs> I, I just think he's he's probably just like thrown into like the pro system in, in Europe at like 16 years old. Right. He's dedicated his life to hockey. Right. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know if, if uh, he's from Switzerland, right? So I, I yes. think that I don't know how how talented the Swiss are at math. <laughs> maybe they maybe they're just naturally good, or they have it drilled into them from a young age. But I don't know. Yeah. Just the fact that he lacks an education, um, or like an education that I know of, like an accredited from accredited institution. Right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Luke Voigt because Luke Voigt uh, went to uh, Missouri State University. Yeah. For, for four years, so I think in, in that some some time, like I don't know, in the four year span, you you gotta think he'd learn how to do his multiplication tables. You you'd have to think. Um... You know, and I'm going to go with Roman Yossi, and my reason is going to be a little bit unconventional and definitely just a huge reach, but I feel like Luke Voigt is just, even just looking at him, I'm definitely judging a book by a cover. He's almost got that, like, lost look in his eye. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's got the he Marty Marin space a little bit. Yeah, didn't have to pay attention in school. Uh, so, if he was, yeah, if he was just a sick athlete in in college even though he was there it doesn't necessarily mean he had to be doing anything or had to be doing well he could have just been getting by which could have just fried his brain a little bit whereas i feel like roman yossi something about it i just feel like the swiss are are kind of intelligent for some reason i just get that vibe you know you always so hear offshore swiss banks and all their money going yeah. there. the yeah. swiss are definitely just adept at handling money and going about things like that in adverse ways and just maneuvering all this different stuff and i feel like he just he's just smart in that way he would just know how to handle his money how to handle the math be like quick maths people are trying to throw things at him tell him like different number situations and he's just not nah, yeah. nah, nah. like he knows this guy from like from birth he's just like playing with his abacus one of those little D, <laughs> yeah. like calculator things like just yeah. studying being a student of mathematics yeah and i also feel like luke voigt is just standing on first base just catching a ball from the shortstop or the third baseman, ripping it across. He's just like, oh no, to catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's Luke Voigt in like his like I don't know like some some like minor league jersey, and he's yeah. got like a, I don't know if it's edited or not, but he's in like some minor league jersey. And he's got a Bass Pro Shop hat on, and he's holding up a knife. <laughs> and it's just like the weirdest picture ever. And he has this dumb look on his face, like his mouth yeah, is I'm wide open right now. <laughs> So maybe just based on this in this picture does not seem like the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, so I'm gonna. If you look at Roman Yossi, you'd be like, this guy's probably smart, like based strictly based on physical appearances. Yeah, and the uh, the Nashville Predators were even brave enough to put him in front of the mic to announce their pick this year. Yeah, man. NHL draft. So this guy's obviously got some kind of wits about him, and he knows it's yeah. good. He he can speak. He can get out in the public eye. So I'm still gonna stick with Roman Yossi. I, I have faith in Missouri State University. Ah, uh, no. Do I, though? Do you? <laughs> I don't know. Missouri State University. Damn. Do I think they teach multiplication well enough to their student-athletes? I'm sticking with my guns. Luke Voigt, maybe maybe we're just... I think you're just judging a book by its cover. He's yeah, that's fair. probably a really intelligent guy. That's fair. I doubt it. I doubt it based on this one picture, <laughs> but... I mean, I'm looking at the Missouri State campus right now. It does look pretty elegant and... Uh done up so it looks pretty nice a nice establishment they, they must be doing something right so I, I don't know you never know maybe your um maybe your intuition is isn't leading you astray maybe you've got this one all right i we'll think see. that wraps up the competition yeah
Um, so there was a couple things I wanted to clarify. Last episode, we kind of went off on a tangent about people who wear jerseys to games. So the oh. first thing I want to say is uh, I just want to clarify kind of where we were coming from in terms of what you are and are not allowed to do. I think the biggest problem that we were trying to identify is just guys who wear suit jackets over their, and jerseys. Their, over their jerseys. That's yeah. just the biggest no-no you could ever imagine. <laughs> like, why would you yeah. do that? But we, we got the little uh, question in the Instagram comments about settling a, a question, whether or not a t-shirt belongs under jerseys. Yes. So I kind of want to touch on that. So I think um, not wearing a shirt or a t-shirt or whatever under a jersey to like jersey party is a fine move. I personally, I know in the summer, there was a couple times where maybe not this summer, I think it was a couple summers ago where we would go to like OC's house and just go hang out at the pool or something. And I would just wear just a Jersey and nothing underneath. Yeah. And I personally think that that move is okay. Um, but I also respect the t-shirt underneath the Jersey or like a hoodie under a basketball Jersey. Yeah. I'd say t-shirt with a basketball Jersey just looks like shit. Okay. I don't like the, you're not AD. There's, you don't have to wear a t-shirt yeah. or a jersey. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go, like my rule of thumb would be basketball jersey, either shirtless if it's hot out or uh, or like a hoodie if it's like okay. cold and you still want to like, rock or whatever. Uh, hockey jersey is the only exception, is the only style jersey where you can like wear a t-shirt underneath it. Okay. I think I it's acceptable that, to wear a hockey jersey with nothing underneath too. See, I would disagree because the basketball jersey is lighter and the NHL jerseys are like sewn on and the logos are big and like fabric-y. Right. I feel like it'd just be rough and uncomfortable on your chest. But I feel like that's more of a personal choice than uh, a visual. Like if you yeah. look at somebody who's wearing a t-shirt under a, a hockey jersey, you can probably tell they're wearing a t-shirt because just how the hockey jersey's cut. True. Whereas True. I think if you if you wanted to go no shirt underneath your hockey jersey, that's acceptable. Like you can do yeah. that. It's or just your too. own personal like, practice. Ho- oh yeah, under, hoodie uh, under the hockey jersey is such a play. Yeah, I think hoodies are like the common denominator here. Yes. They're the most acceptable form of shirt under a jersey. Yes. They're so universal. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that for sure. And then you wanted to touch on how many jersey or how many jersey guys you can have per group. So what yeah. is your ruling there? Like what do you what do you mean by that? Okay, so I mean like if you're going out with your boys or having or you're having like just people over, yeah, or going out for St. Patty's Day, and you have your like already established crew that you're gonna go drink with. Yeah. I think it's silly to have every single person in the group wear a jersey of some kind. Okay. I just think it's 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 aggressive. And it's kind of, I don't know. If I saw a whole crew of just jersey wearers, unless it was a jersey party. If it's a jersey party, go nuts. Yeah. But if I show up to your house to, to booze with like my roommates and your roommates and all the guys are wearing jerseys, I'd be like, wow, what the, what the hell's going on here? What if it's a darty and your whole house shows up to the darty wearing jerseys? To clarify too, a darty is like a day, it's a day yeah. party. Yeah, I think it's just kind of douchey, man. <laughs> okay. I just think it's got to do, I like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love a good jersey. I got a closet full of them behind me. Yeah, but to have like your whole crew pull up in jerseys, yeah, is just like ah, I don't know, man. I think it's just it's out, it's already been it's outplayed, it's outdated. Fair. I think you got like, fourth year university, especially. I think it's time to grow up, throw on a flannel <laughs> or something. I don't know, man. Literally uh, anything. But like, damn. okay, if you have a good jersey and somebody wants jerseys, I'd say if you're in a house of five, no more than two can wear a jersey. Really? Yeah. 
That's we, my that's my personal philosophy. We violated your rule so many times over the past. Yeah, so dude, literally last night I violated my own rule. Really? Like, all my roommates were wearing, wearing jerseys last night for no goddamn reason. <laughs> so I, I had an Ilya Kovalchuk Thrashers one on. Oh, okay, but, but that's sick. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? I had yeah, to, but fair. we we kind of we talked about it and we're like, hey, let's just all rock jerseys. Yeah, see, that's what I kind of feel like the vibe usually is: is that everyone looks around and says, "Okay, let's all wear jerseys." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but like, if you're going out to a party that's not your own, where you where you you're not in charge of calling the shots, five jersey guys pulling up at the same time is like, unless you guys are caught, like just absolutely causing a ruckus and you're there to just like get shit done and make noise, <laughs> yeah. then okay. everybody wear jerseys. But fair, okay. I think there was numerous times over the past three, four years where all of us would just look around and say, jerseys? Yeah. And we just all rock jerseys to darty, party, whatever the hell it was. We just all pull up wearing them. So we definitely violated your rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's, again, it's, personal, it's, just per, per, I guess it's a personal thing. Yeah. It's a personal thing for me. Like, There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. I fair. just, I don't know. I just like, I feel uncomfortable to, like, pulling enough. up at the same time. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so last episode we forgot to uh, mention that, which I think we we put out our episode on the Monday and on the Saturday prior to our episode coming out, uh, we had appeared on the Sassy Pod. So yes. for those who remember, we had on the girls from the Sassy Classy Trashy Podcast, and since they came on to our podcast, they went underwent a rebrand and became the Sassy Pod. So we forgot to we just forgot to mention that we went on theirs. Uh, so yeah. kind of just wanted to shout them out and shout out their their rebrand rebrand. They're now the Sassy Pod on all the streaming platforms and Sassy underscore Pod on Instagram. But go check out our episode with them. They yeah, asked that us was jokes, some man. ridiculous stuff. They put us through what was the first thing an Urban Dictionary quiz? Yeah, the Urban Dictionary yeah. quiz. We had to guess what the phrases meant. Okay, there's uh, one thing I want to talk about from that. The biggest joke of the Urban Dictionary phrase that they asked us was it was the other ones were kind of just hard to get. Like you never really know. This yeah. one was uh, an acronym and it was TSIF. And yeah. after they told us the answer, all I could think about was that scene from the office where they make Creed the uh, the boss for one day. And he, yeah, pulls, yeah, yeah. he pulls out the whiteboard in front oh of everybody. And he's like, today we're making acronyms. Bo body. And he Bo just body. keeps saying, Bo, Bo body. Bo <laughs> body mean. And he's like writing out all the letters. He didn't actually take a sentence and make it into an acronym. He literally just wrote out an acronym and then filled in the blanks after the fact. <laughs> and it's because T-S-I-F. And I think your answer is I said, this answer. shit is fun. I yeah, was like, this I, shit is fun. Yeah, and I think that was a really good guess. Like mine, I was a little off the board. I said something like, thanks shit, it's Friday. Like whatever, like just trying to yeah. figure out what it could but be close to. The thing that blew my mind was like the girls on the pod go, oh, that's actually really close. Yeah, when you said this shit is fun, they said that's really close. <laughs> and yeah. then the answer was that snail is fast. That was so mind-blowing. I, I think I was just thrown off for the entire rest of the pod just thinking about that snail is fast. That was the biggest. Who in their right mind needs to shorten that? Yeah, who is saying that snail is fast enough that they need to shorten it? But uh, yeah, it it was pretty fun to get to go on that podcast. Did some, I don't know, did a bunch of their segments, went through our sassy drinks and all that. So go check them out and let us know what you think of our appearance on their podcast. Yeah. All right. 
So uh, here's one thing that I kind of wanted to do. I saw it on YouTube and I've seen Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell sit down face to face and do it. And I'm pretty sure I've seen Kevin Hart do this with some people on YouTube as well. Is they tell each other dad jokes and they try not to laugh. So I love where this is going. I thought this would be a pretty good one to do with you because I feel like a, the two of us would find these kinds of jokes humorous. Like they're obviously shitty jokes. Let's just get that out there right away. They're obviously some bad jokes, but I think when you actually think about them, they're kind of funny. And with the holidays coming up and people probably getting together with some of their family, like their close family, whatnot. I think that these are some things that people can take with them to their holiday functions and tell, like, if I tell these jokes to my grandpa, he'll be dying laughing. Like he loves this kind of stuff. So I want to do with you, we'll read off a bunch of our bunch of dad jokes and see if we can make the other person laugh. So, uh, you want to start us off here? Okay. I'll see what I can do. All right. <clears throat> we went to the zoo the other day and all they had was a dog it was a shih tzu <laughs> why don't eggs like jokes they always get cracked up just a little smirk from me nothing else stone cold steve austin baby <clears throat> So I lost my mood ring today. I'm not so sure how I felt about that. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Because they work on so many levels. I got a long one here. Four prisoners are telling each other what they were convicted for. The first man says, I committed second degree murder. The second says, I committed first degree assault. The third says, I committed first degree possession of drugs. The fourth man simply says, arson. The second man asks him, what degree was it? The fourth man responds, I'm not sure. It was pretty hot though, but 525 Celsius. That's just a head shaker, man. That was Come terrible. On. <laughs> Come <Whoa>. on. <laughs> what did Tennessee? The, the same, same thing, thing as Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a classic. <laughs> David Tennant recently got into renting house renting out houses. Now he is David Landlord. Oh, come on. <laughs> Bro, some of these are just awful. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? It's fine. He woke up. What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. (laughs) 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 Here, here's one on the same page. What do you call somebody? What do you call someone with no, no body and no nose? Nobody knows. I should have known that one. (laughs) There are a few just terrible ones that aren't even worth worth reading. Here, I got one for you. Okay, okay. Why can't you hear a psychiatrist using the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a badly-dressed man on a bicycle? 
What? A tire. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> if you see a crime at an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? <laughs> One sloth turned and said to the other, I used to dislike moss, but now I think it's growing on me. Why did the scarecrow win an, aw win an award? He was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, there's this, okay, I don't know if I'm just dumb, but I've read this question like six times and I, I don't get it. Okay. I don't get, get it. it. If I had 50 cents for every math exam I failed, I'd have $8.40. Oh, <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, a disclaimer. We already, we already said we weren't numbers guys at the beginning of the class. Yes. Yeah, we said we're <laughs> not math guys. <laughs> Dude, I, I just misread that every time. I was like, what the hell? I used to be addicted to the hokey pokey. Then I turned myself around. That's, I love that one. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Why do teenage girls walk in groups of three, five, and seven? Why? Because they literally can't even. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I can't even. I can't even with you, Ryan. Why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? He couldn't see himself doing it. <laughs> Don't blame others for the road you're on. That's your own asphalt. Oh. Just an oh. What do you call an, an what do you call an alligator in a in a vest? An investigator. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, some of these are so bad, man. Oh my god, some guy just threw yogurt, cottage cheese, and brie at me. How dare he? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what they say about organ donors? It takes guts. A guy asks his friend, do you know how many people have died because of these masks? The friend replied, no, buddy. That's such a 2020 joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got, I got one more here. Okay, I got one, I, I got another good, decent one, decent one to send it. Okay, this one, this one, uh, my dad told me and uh, it may take a little bit of thought, but you'll probably get this one right away. I've told some okay. people and they had to think about it for a second, but here we go. Yeah. There's three nuns sitting on a park bench and a flasher comes by and flashes them. Two nuns had a stroke. The third couldn't reach. <laughs> Do you get it? You literally just, could probably just see my moment of realization there. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like thinking, thinking, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. <sighs> Dude, the amount of um, 
Okay, I got I got one for you. Okay. This is this one that my dad told me as well. Okay. So, the army is uh, trying to like compensate their soldiers for for going off and fighting for the country. So all the retired veterans um, get like a, a email blast from from like their service, like other people who deploy them, right? And the email says, "All right, basically we'll give you a uh, thousand bucks for every inch on any like part of your body." So. These three guys they get the email. They, they're the first ones there. The first guy goes into the, to the, the office and he says, "Okay, I want you to measure me from the tips of my toes to my head." Thinking that was the longest part. Like I, I get a thousand bucks for every inch they measure. So they measure from his toes up to the top of his head. And he's like five foot nine. Give his money and he gets out of there. Second guy's a little bit smarter. So he comes in and he goes, "Okay, I want you to measure from my toes." To the top of my outstretched fingers above my head, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, that's pretty clever." I, like, I didn't know they could do that. Say, so measure, give him his money, and he's out of there. The third guy comes in and says, "I want you to measure from the tip of my penis to my balls." So the, the woman conducting the, the measurement, she says, "Are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do that?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." So she pulls down his pants and pulls up the measuring tape, starts at the tip of his dick, and, and works her way back. And goes, oh, you, you, where are your balls? And he goes, Vietnam. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what the <laughs> there we go. Oh yeah, dude, my I god! I, I think that so one came good. from like. <laughs> I think that one came from like uh, some like email email blast at my dad's work or something. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> a lot of, oh. lot of money. <laughs> okay. That was good, man. That was pretty there, good. There are some terrible ones. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But, like, hey, okay. Honorable mention. My sister said, and it's like her like favorite thing. Cassidy told me she goes, um, she wants to start a club, uh, a math club for short people. She's going to call it making the little things count. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good too. Yeah. But they're so good. Like what, what makes a dad joke a dad joke or what makes a joke a dad joke? when it becomes apparent <laughs> yeah like you know it's like it's they're just so dumb and just like <laughs> they are funny but it's almost funnier to the person reading them i feel like you know what yeah, I, mean? I think so too it's like you get to like read it from start to finish like i don't know you get to see the response ponder it for a little bit yeah oh, that's good though I, i'm a big fan of dad jokes yeah they're unreal <laughs> dad jokes are so good they're just insane i don't even I know i just know like i'm gonna I feel like the moment I become a dad, I'm just going to buy like a book of dad jokes and just study it. Like that's my new Bible. I have a book somewhere. I, I was looking all day the other day to try and find it because I, I wanted to do this segment with you. And it's literally one of those fat paper books. It's like a thick, like a textbook, but it's wide as hell too. And it's just dad jokes. And it's That's all amazing. different categories of dad jokes. Like it's knock knock jokes. It's why why is jokes like you know like why is it this way because yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, what do you call jokes? Like those kinds of things. But I couldn't find it. I looked everywhere through my room. I couldn't find this book. But 
yeah, like I think you got you have to own one of those and just like put it on your coffee table when you're when you're a dad, <laughs> just like refer to it at at any point of time. I love the uh, <clears throat> just that reminds me like the coffee table book reminds me of that one Seinfeld episode where uh, Kramer like we were talking about just coffee table books and how they're just always there, just random yeah. literature, and it's like he decides to like make a coffee table book about coffee tables. And just has like this like, coffee table book on the coffee table, and it like folds out, and it's got little legs of its own on the back, and oh. turns itself into a coffee table. Like it's just whack, man. That's hilarious. Um, I've never seen Seinfeld. Dude, you should. It's actually unbelievable. Um, There's so many things that like come from that show. Like yeah, I, I've never seen it. Shrinkage originated from Seinfeld. Double really? dipping wasn't a thing until Seinfeld said it was a thing. Really? Yeah, like they're like common phrases that like originated from this show. Because there's like observational humor, Jerry Seinfeld like talking about like just something he and then like just coining a term for it. Genius, hmm. genius right. show. So, so funny, so funny. All right, I'll have to give it a watch. Uh, when you get coffee, do you always just like, stick to like regular coffees, or like do you ever venture off? Because I know Starbucks has all these Christmas coffees and stuff out right now. Yeah, that's <clears throat> and I went. Do you do you go with it? Do you try those? Do you ever give them a shot? Or I, um. Well, like I have, I have, yeah. Like if I'm if I'm at Starbucks, I never know what to order. Yeah. And I feel like Starbucks is a place that like almost it, it, like loves when people get like cool drink orders. Yeah. And if, I feel like an idiot going into Starbucks and getting like a black coffee. Yeah, that's what so I get every time. Yeah, and like I feel like a dummy, and then I'm, I'm like, oh, can I get a black coffee? They look at me like I have two heads. And they're like, uh, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And they go, do you want me to leave space for anything? I'm like, no. That's what <laughs> black coffee is. But I have, so now I'm like, if I'm with somebody who knows what the, what the hell they're doing at Starbucks, I'll be like, yeah, I'll just have like what, what they're having. So I'll just get like whatever my, my friend thinks is a good drink there that they just, who knows about Starbucks stuff. Right. So I recently went to Starbucks with, uh, with like one of my friends and we got, they're like, yo, you have to try the peppermint mocha. It's like they, they came out with all these Christmas drinks at Starbucks. And it's a hot chocolate coffee that tastes like, like, do you like peppermint? Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Okay. So you, you got to try this. It's hot chocolate coffee that, that tastes like peppermint and it's got whipped cream and like chocolate, like little things on top of the, the coffee, hot chocolate, whatever you want to call it. It is incredible. Like I did some Christmas shopping yesterday and I went and I was at the mall and then I went over to chapters after to like get some of the other shit that I was looking for. And they obviously have Starbucks in the chapters. Gotta love that partnership. Yeah. Great, great move. And I was like, all right, yeah, stop in there. Peppermint mocha. Like, I think it's my go-to drink right now, but I wouldn't say that at any other time of the year, I would venture off and get something else like that. Like at Starbucks, my drink is always just black coffee. And the only other thing that I really, really like, well, other than like iced coffee, the only other thing that I really like there, and it's definitely just one of those things that if you get it, people are just like, yo, what the hell? It's vanilla bean frappuccino. It is incredible. It's like a vanilla bean, like, I don't even know. It's like an ice cap almost, you know, like a Tim's ice cap, but just vanilla bean. And it's incredible. Man, one thing I recommend to anybody who's in like who wants to try a new beverage that those the, the peppermint mocha and the and the vanilla bean, like that that sounds incredible. Because I'm I'm too lazy and just too boring with my drink orders. I feel like I gotta spice things up a little bit. Yeah. But I uh okay, go to Tim Hortons, go to Tim Hortons and get a white hot chocolate 
and ask for a chai tea bag in there. A white hot chocolate with a chai tea bag and this drink, it tastes like Christmas in your mouth, man. Really? Incredible. Really? Like, That's kind of what I would say the peppermint mocha is like. It's yeah, like it's probably pretty similar. Yeah. It's probably yeah, pretty similar, Christmas in a so cup. so good, man. A white hot chocolate chai tea bag in. Damn, that's a good beverage. But like, I, I'm drinking my coffee right now. I got a yeah. nice coffee. Didn't order it for myself. <clears throat> uh, they gave us an extra one. Nice. So I just got a free iced coffee, which is dope. I prefer McDonald's coffee over Tim's coffee these days. Yeah. Because I know McDonald's went to the, like, I love black coffee, but I can't order black coffee from Tim's anymore because it just, I have to get the regular because the black coffee has just been trash lately. Hmm. So I give this, I don't know, this one I'm drinking now, this iced coffee, it's pretty good. Yeah, but it's just super, super it. sweet. Yeah, it is. Actually, this one's not even that sweet. Hmm. I don't even know like what the order is. I don't think there's. I think it's like a iced coffee with something else. But I don't know. It's okay. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of McDonald's has Tim's old recipe, and they're they're doing the right thing. I don't know. Tim Hortons is has been weird. Uh, and you got the, you said they went to the Burger King. Recipe. Yeah, the way I understood it, I'm pretty sure that McDonald's coffee is now what Tim Hortons coffee used to be. And then yeah. Tim Horton switched from their coffee to Burger King's recipe. Yeah, which is like, do you remember when they did that? Like Burger King's. Coffee? Yeah, do you remember when they did that like testing thing where they brought people in like the dark, t- like dark room or whatever, and they would get them to drink the coffee, and ask them like what kind of coffee it was or if it was good or whatever, and it, that was them switching over to Burger King. They were just doing like testing. Yeah, so I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure. Like, that. Yeah. yeah, so I'm pretty sure that those are like commercials that Tim's is running all the time. Pretty sure that that's what Tim's coffee is. Now I'm pretty sure it's just Burger King's coffee. Yeah, that's lame. I don't know. It hasn't been the same. <clears throat> I I don't mind of- it honestly. It is like very very hit or miss with Tim's coffee. Whereas I feel like McDonald's coffee is a lot more consistent. You know, yeah, which is something that I enjoy. A- that's a very fair assessment. Because like I would say there's times where I get a Tim's coffee and I'm like, oh, this is good. And then there's other times where it's like, this is literally water. And yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. But yeah, McDonald's is definitely way more consistent. But Tim's coffee is one of those things where it's just like, where Tim's in general is it's like, a staple. It it's is a Canadian it, staple. It might not be like that great, but it's we're Canadian, so you enjoy it anyways. Like you don't care. And I would I would say Tim Hortons just as a whole is like way better than like Duncan or like the like the United States equivalent to whatever Tim Hortons is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like Yeah, I, know, I was gonna say like Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, I, just, I was gonna say that the Tim Hortons. I don't know, man. I've had Dunkin'. I don't know what all the hype is about. I got a little breakfast sandwich. It was freezer burnt. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's terrible food. Yeah. Terrible coffee. Tim Hortons. It's like home. It's like home style. It's more. It's less like co- corporate and big business, and more. It just feels more personal. Yeah, yeah. I like the, like the difference in slogans too. You think about it, it's like Tim is always fresh, always Tim Hortons, and then like Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> yeah. like, it's literally yeah. just jet fuel. <laughs> yeah, dude. Straight, straight diesel in a cup for Dunkin'. Like, I think, uh, yeah, man, I can't go wrong with Tim's, but McDonald's just recently doing something right. Yeah, but there's right. there's so many things that are just like distinguishably Canadian factors that I feel oh, like yeah. we don't even realize until you kind of either go to the states or uh, see things on Twitter and or TikTok or stuff where people are like talking about things that they don't have in America that we have here. Like I hear on the radio how people because there's a show that I listen to Overdrive. They always talk about how when guys from America like Steph Curry comes here, he gets uh, 
he like loads up on these candies and stuff that we have here and they don't have there uh, like bags of chips and stuff like that. And we just don't even realize that there are things that we do have and they don't. Yeah. And one of those things is like ketchup chips. Yes. I would never really think that ketchup chips would be something that's just in Canada. Yeah. I honestly did not know that until recently that they were only at a Canadian thing. Yeah. I don't know why it's such a random flavor to, to like, just not have in the U S yeah. Yeah. Do you like Americans not like ketchup as much as Canadians do? I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they'd do fine if they were in America, but like maybe not. I don't know. Weird, weird. Yeah. But we, uh, we've put together here like a list of things that, that are some factors that make you Canadian or just yes. Canadian things in general. Um, yeah. that I feel like sometimes we, we take for granted or don't realize. So I kind of want to run through some of these and just break them down and talk about either how weird they are, or how cool they are, that they're something that just, we have. So a couple of the things here, uh, being unnecessarily polite is definitely yeah, just a Canadian yeah. factor. Like someone's sure, in man. your way, they bump into you and you say, sorry, yeah. <laughs> You say sorry, or, like even when I'm in at the states for like a, a, a gas station or just in public in random places in the states, I feel, just feel less comfortable as a whole. Like I just feel like I, I could walk by somebody in the street, not know them, be like, "Hey, what's up in Canada? Like, how are you?" Yeah, and be like, "Oh, good, th- good, thanks. How are you?" And yeah, in America, they'd be like, "What the fuck do you say?" Like, <laughs> yeah, they're ready to fight you. <laughs> yeah, it's like sorry, sorry, man, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. my bad. Holding the door open for somebody who's like way too far away but you're still gonna wait your the extra like 30 seconds it takes for him to reach you but it's always that uncomfortable feeling of like you hold the door open for one person and then you look back Mm. to see if anyone else is coming and you see someone on their way and it's that thought of if i I don't hold the door open for you i kind of seem like a dick because we've both acknowledged that you're coming towards this door but if i do hold it open (laughs) it's an uncomfortable feeling for the person walking towards the door now they feel obligated to speed up their walk into like a speed walk to reach the door to make that person not it's just like unnecessary (laughs) everyone just starts feeling uncomfortable for no reason (laughs) just because you're being so polite like even in that situation i feel like the person holding the door starts to feel uncomfortable for holding the door because now you feel like you've made this person speed up for no reason yes when in reality you don't care that they need to walk faster you're just like you can walk at your normal pace i'm just holding the door open for you but you're just standing there like uh, uh. (laughs) the fact that like we're having this conversation right now and i feel like everybody listening can relate to this exact same situation yeah speaks volumes about like how nice we are as a, as a country yeah you know what comes in handy there the wheelchair button you see yes. that person and you're like wheelchair button walk yeah. in the door door stays yeah. open anyways but you don't have to hold it open then you've thought about the person being considerate and not had to wait and they don't feel like they have to rush yeah i've done that a time or two that's a good play yeah that's, that's the play. ideal way out of that one but it's not always there. It's not always available. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, another one we got, obviously, saying A. Yeah. Dude, buddy, guy, pal. Yeah, pal. I feel like, uh, uh, yeah, I feel like that's like, we have a lot of those little nicknames. Like, hey, buddy. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just such a staple on the end of a sentence. And you know what sounds weird, too, is when Americans use the word A. If they like use it towards Canadians, do you know what I mean? Yeah, when they yeah. when they use it in almost like a mocking term, I feel like a just becomes a natural part of our sentences. It's the end of a statement. It's the end of a question. It's a way to uh, acknowledge somebody. It's a way to get somebody's attention. 
hey mcgee uh what did you think i thought this gatorade's pretty good eh uh yeah. like things like that or you're or, there's so many different terms for a even just throwing out the word a you just say a and you know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. if you were to say something to me i'm like hey <laughs> you like yeah, yeah. different ways to use it and but then they use it towards us and they just overemphasize it and it's a two-letter word that can be so misused by people who don't understand the, the word the like sanctity of the a and they just abuse the absolute shit out of the word until the point of it not making sense yeah and now they've just like put a stain on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> not even cool to say a anymore no i don't know I think it is. They use it mockingly. I I like to imagine that I don't say A as much as I do, but I feel like I do. Yes. Because like, it's like, oh, it's not that common. Maybe because we're just surrounded by it all the time. So from an outsider's perspective, it's like every other word sounds like A. <laughs> a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh, for whatever. sure. Um, okay, here's one that I realize when you go down to the States, it happens if you go for a breakfast place or something. Calling female bacon female bacon and not like we call it female bacon and not canadian bacon yeah like they call female bacon canadian bacon which is like i don't understand it's not like we only have this kind of bacon in canada like you can easily just call it female bacon too that's what it yeah i know that's and that's so silly and i think another food item to, to bring up is the iced teas yeah why can't they just have the same iced tea as us because they just have like cold tea and you yeah. add all the sugar yourself. Yeah. And it just doesn't work the same. It, no, it tastes like shit. Yeah. God, man. I remember one time I was a kid, we went for uh lunch to this place called Einstein brothers bagels. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it was the first experience that I ever had with ice American iced tea. My parents didn't realize like kind of until after the fact that that was what I had ordered. And then once I ordered it, they were like, Oh wait, because I order iced tea and I get it and I take a sip and was just like, whoa, yeah. like yeah. head oh, like, blown yeah. off. What the hell was that? Put hair on your chest. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you're going to have to put some sugar in there because it's not iced. Like it's iced tea. It's literally iced tea. My, uh, I, I heard a story about my mom going to the States like when she was younger and like trying to like explain what iced tea was to some waitress. I can't, can't remember where they were. And she like legitimately got up behind the counter and started teaching this waitress how to make like Canadian iced tea. Yeah, she's like, do it right. Do you want something done? Do it yourself. Yeah, if you want something. <laughs> um, okay. How about uh, our money smells like maple syrup and is waterproof? That's crazy. Which is Greatest why currency. wouldn't they just make money waterproof anyways? If I seem like I feel like that just makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. It's such an important part of our everyday lives. Why would you not make it waterproof? If it's as easy as it is to do, why wouldn't you just do it? It probably, probably costs way more to make. Maybe, but don't you then, think it's but, necessary? Yeah, I don't know. Do it is kind of necessary. Like cash kind of goes through the ringer. Yeah. How often do you see American bills or when Canadian bills weren't wa waterproof, they would rip in half or get pieces taken out of them yeah. or they get wet and then they're just ruined. And it's like 10 bucks gone. Like yeah. you can still use your 10 bucks if it's ripped in half, but you had to bring both sides of it. Like that kind of stuff yeah. is. Yeah. But yeah, that I think is wild, a wild factor, especially that it smells like maple <laughs> syrup. That's so interesting. I kind of love that. The one, the one thing that I, uh, 
didn't realize that you added to this list at the beginning of the episode is that we have kinder surprises. Yes. And the Americans don't because they are a choking hazard to them. Yes. Which is crazy. I remember really going to the grocery specifically, I feel like the only time I would ever get Kinder Surprise was at the checkout aisle of like a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And they had them on display and I'd be like, kind of give my, my mom that like look, like pointing like for me. <laughs> She'd be like, yes, put it on, like put on the checkout thing. And I'd rip it open and get like a some cool little jumping frog thing. You flip yeah. the ass of it and it hops up. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, well, how crazy is that too? When you just consider America as a whole, is that you can go to you go to Walmart and you can't buy a Kinder Surprise because you, you can, can buy a, joke a on assault it. rifle. Yeah, yeah. So you're like what? <laughs> That's just America. Yeah. Uh, crazy man. Okay. Saying double double. I didn't yeah. realize like double double isn't something that they say in the states like that's not as common of a term as it is here you go to anywhere and you say double double and they'll know what you're talking about mm-hmm. i thought it's the same with uh two four yes yeah i didn't know two four was strictly a canadian thing and and yeah. mickey oh yeah yeah and mickey of vodka like that's not a that's apparently not a, an american thing either but hmm. i those were things i always thought were universal yeah or, or well, at least two, four for american sure things. i thought yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's one, but it's only Ontario. It's not even just Canada, which I just want to talk about because I feel like it is kind of weird. Bagged milk. Yeah. Dude, I thought bagged milk was an like all across Canada thing. Yes. Until I like played hockey with guys from who came from other provinces and they're like, What the hell is your problem with bagged milk? Like, or like, why <laughs> yeah. do you guys do and I'm like, wait, what what? What do you mean? Yeah. And they're like, dude, like you guys are the only people that have that have this. Like, why? And yeah, like, that's I, I, I lived with a guy from BC and he thought it was just the weirdest thing ever that we just yeah. bagged milk. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand it because it's then not only do you have to buy the milk itself, you have to buy a pair of scissors or something to open the milk. Yeah, and a cart. You gotta buy a, a uh, cart a jug to like to hold the bagged milk. Yep. So weird. It is kind of weird if you think about it. Like it, it really is, honestly. It's just milk in a bag, a plastic bag. It is how do of- they how do they do that though? Like, do they like do they just have all these bags and like a spout fills them up and then they like, like uh, I don't know thing to like you know, what, them? you know what we need for that? Do you ever did you ever watch that show How It's Made? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. And I <laughs> yeah. love that show. We need a How It's Made of bagged milk. Yeah, I honestly, I might like I'm gonna search that. There's yeah. got to be one. Um. Okay. Here is <laughs> spelling words with the letter U for no reason. Labor, favorite, color. Why do we yeah. add a U? Why? Like, I don't, I feel like it's not necessary to have a U in there. I feel like that's just like the French influence on our language. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. You know what I think it is? I think it's the British because it's like the technically the, like if you type, it's like English us and english like uk on like a oh, keyboard okay. or whatever okay so they have U's in there i think so they it's have the british to well. blame well it's the same thing with like the metric system like literally like every country in the world uses the metric system except for the united states yeah what is it that they use again what's it called uh imperial yes weirdest well why they're yeah. just trying to do that they're just i don't know yeah they're just trying to be independent like be their own thing Grace uh, the world. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah okay Toonies and loonies. First of all, just how weird the words are to say, like, toonie and loonie. It's $2 it and $1. Like a, a, toonie and loonie. 
Yeah, I don't get it. Sounds like something a child. Like, I don't know who Looney what Tunes. executive. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't understand what like executive grown ass adult made that decision that that was going to be the official name of our currency. Yeah. It's kind of Toonies weird. But, um, but wow. one thing that is cool is that you can punch the metal out of a toonie because it's got the yes. silver ring and then the little gold piece. Gold in ring the in the middle, yeah. Yeah, so you can punch the metal out of that. That is kind That's of cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Let's talk about all the studs we have coming from the land of the, the north here. We got Drake, The Weeknd, Sean Mendes, Justin Bieber. We literally have arguably like the three biggest artists in the world right now. Um, Ryan Reynolds, Celine Dion, Shania Twain. Probably the, oh, the, biggest female, yeah. the biggest female country artist of all time from Timmins, Ontario. Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Um, Wayne Gretzky. Did, yeah, the great one. Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's obviously like no contest for the best in the world at hockey. Yeah. Whether that'll be the same in 10 to 15 years from now, probably not, just on how fast the, the game's growing in the States and just how big the population is. But for now, we're on top, baby created basketball yeah how, that is how pretty wild cool is that yeah james naismith shout out my guy maybe lot of the week potential. My guy. <laughs> shout out my boy james naismith <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool though and basketball is not a game you would look at as being like a canadian game yeah no definitely not but yeah got my raptors championship shirt on right now so yeah it's they can suck it yeah yeah um yeah, I don't know what else on here. There was you have on here different time zones in the same province. So yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm gonna search it up right now. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that like from where we are now in like Waterloo and and Aurora respectively, to like uh, to uh, Thunder Bay, I'm pretty sure there's an hour time difference. Hmm. But then, uh, don't you think that different states might have different time zones within them? No, because I like if you look at a world map and look at how freaking big Ontario is, it, Ontario takes up like four different states, maybe even more. Hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you. I don't know, but I'm trying to pull up like a map right here of Ontario to see, dude. Ontario stretches from New York to Minnesota. Oh yeah, okay, I see. So in Ontario, yeah, it does look like there's two different time zones here. Interesting. Yeah, pretty crazy though. Yeah. Another thing I thought was like worth mentioning. I guess it's kind of a knock on the on the country, but a flight to Sudbury, <laughs> last time I heard, costs more than a flight to Alberta. <laughs> last time I, I heard. Was pretty- yeah, so I don't know what the uh, flight costs are, are now nowadays, but yeah, wild. All right. Well, I think that about does it for our uh, distinguishable Canadian factors yeah. here. Um, and then, wait, wait, I think we got to mention 14-year-old Tim Horton is the most chiseled oh, yeah. man on planet <laughs> yeah. Earth, bro. What? I kind of want to put out just a photo of Tim Horton and just no, not even any caption or anything, because yeah, yeah, this yeah, photo, yeah. McGee, is absurd. You, you we hop on the zoom call and we're talking about what we're going to talk about. And you go, yeah, you got to see this photo of Tim Horton at age 14. So whenever you guys listen to this and maybe we'll just put it out with that disclaimer, Tim Horton is 14 and he is 
shredded in this photo. Bro. Like shredded. <laughs> the most, literally the most chiseled guy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This guy looks like put, puts every CrossFit athlete to shame. Yeah. This is absurd. This is not even, it's almost scary how big this guy is. Imagine going on the ice at 14 years old and playing against this guy in hockey. I would be shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I, uh, I saw another picture of uh, Gordy Howe. He's like holding a fishing rod and it's Gordy Howe's traps are like the biggest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look at that fishing rod he's holding too. The reel is like uh, a mini keg. It's the size of like a mini keg. <laughs> it's absurd. No wonder his traps are so big. He just looks like a monster. Just- yeah, man. This, this guy looks like Frankenstein. Like he's holding this like big, big ass fishing rod. Smiling at the camera, just relaxing on. Okay, I only assume is a Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but he just like his traps are nuts. Yeah, he doesn't have a neck. He it's literally no neck. It's just one like trap. It's like just one like platform that his head sits on top of. All right, McGee, that does it though. Yeah, yeah. crazy. What a weird way to end. What a yeah, weird way to end. Just the massive Tim Horton at age fourteen and Gordy Howe with traps like Frankenstein. Yeah, but, uh, house traps. Before Christ. we go, we've got one more thing to uh, to hand out to announce here. So I'll let you take this one away. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we have uh, our crank light lad of the week. Uh, this week goes to uh, a friend of mine that that we met recently. Actually, I was going on a little like hanging out, studying, and um, I'm at her apartment. I like, met her for like one or two times before. Um, it's this girl's roommate, uh, Corinne. Uh, and she was like, we we're just studying, doing our homework. And she brings me over a nice full plate of like chicken parm full dinner. I'm like, damn, like that was the nicest thing. You did not have to do that at all, but it was dope. I got a nice cake ass meal out of it. Yeah. Sweet girl. So she gets the, uh, crank light out of the week. Congrats. Nice. Congratulations. So there we go. We had, uh, Luke Voigt against Roman Yossi in a multiplication yeah. competition, uh, told some absolutely horrific, awful dad jokes went over some jersey rules and clarified what we were talking about um covered some of our distinguishable canadian factors and also shouted out coffees that you guys need to try so peppermint mocha at starbucks give it a go hot chocolate chai tea bag in at tinnies yeah so give us some reviews on those too let us know what you guys think and then Talked about just shredded Tim Horton at age 14 and yeah. Frankenstein Gordy Howe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, I think that's what wraps up episode 59. Uh, it was a good one. Always a pleasure, Philly. Always a pleasure. Um, and, and you guys know the drill. Catch us next week. Same time. Same place. Same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Shout out Gordy House Traps. <laughs> Cheers.